I think it is fitting that we come to this verse at this week as the upcoming Sunday, the third Sunday in Advent, is for many Christians a time that focuses on the topic of joy. And that's the topic that I will be sharing on at the church that I pastor this next Sunday. And here in Isaiah 35, the prophet writes, The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah looks into the future, and he sees a return of joy and laughter and gladness for the people of God as they are ransomed and redeemed, and as they return to Zion, to Jerusalem, with singing and gladness. Of course, this was initially, or you could even say partially fulfilled, when the people of Israel returned to Jerusalem after their 70-year exile in Babylon. And then perhaps you could make a case also that this was partially fulfilled again in the last century when Israel came back to Jerusalem after the Six-Day War. But the ultimate fulfillment of this prophecy is I believe still in the future because Isaiah says in this passage that the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing and with everlasting joy, a joy that doesn't go away, it does not cease. And I don't think that that has really happened yet, but that is the ultimate hope of the people of God. We look forward with confident expectation that this word of God will one day be fulfilled, which is why I teach at my church that we want everything we do to be done with joy because we have an optimistic vision of the future. This is something that I believe is really important. As I've shared on this channel before, I grew up in a Protestant Bible church, and from the time that I was pretty young, I was taught the scriptures from a futurist perspective on prophecy and on eschatology. And I'm thoroughly convinced, based upon my own research and study of the scriptures, that there are aspects of the prophetic scriptures that are yet to be fulfilled. So there are prophecies that have not been completely fulfilled. And many times during my upbringing, I would hear pastors and teachers speak on the end times, the last days, the second coming, the battle of Armageddon, the nation of Israel, the dry bones of Ezekiel, the 70th week of Daniel, the revelation of John, or really the revelation of Jesus Christ. And when many of those pastors and preachers would speak on these topics, they would speak of frightening images of doom and tribulation. And far too often, when they were speaking about these things, they would get really sucked into talking about tribulation types things and the outpouring of God's judgment and wrath upon the earth. And they would fail to get to the very last image, the very last thing of the last things, the eschaton of eschatology. The ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I think you do the church a great disservice if you preach and teach on eschatology and you miss the ultimate hope and joy of the ultimate final event, the very last thing of the last things. What John speaks of when he writes in Revelation 21, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no more sea. And then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. 
And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. That is something to look forward to with confident hope and optimistic joy. Something to think about. We'll see you next time. Thank you.